Welcome to Cruising Through Cinema, the the, the podcast where we uh, go on a uh, ride and cruise through the cinematic adventures that is Tom Cruise's filmography. I'm Dennis. I'm Ryan, coming to you live from Tijuana, Mexico this evening. <laughs> That's right, because I'm losing my faith in humanity, but I've not lost my faith in the film losing it. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Like losing my religion. Oh shit! Do we have to pay REM now? Um. Yeah, and they're very litigious. So please stop. <laughs> Isn't REM kind of like uh, uh, Metallica, where they don't like anybody using their music? I don't know. I never heard that, but wouldn't surprise me. I'm I'm going with it. That's my fanfic. Yeah, but do you really think they're going to listen to this podcast? Um, yes. Yes, I do. What if What if they, like, fucking just are religious with us, and they're like, oh, they sing five seconds of our song very poorly, let's sue them. Yes, we're, we're back. We're back um, just in time to get sued. But no, this is our fourth Tom Cruise film in his filmography that we have spectated. Fourth and, Tom uh, Cruise film first top billing tom cruise first telling um and this is definitely a a proto of the film we'll be watching next episode which just for you know for you to know this is a podcast that we record what is it called if you do every other week is it bi-weekly bi-weekly just just like if you want to ride your bicycle it's every two i bicycle (laughs) yes freddie mercury said he likes to ride his bicycle bicycle I love to ride my bicycle. Just, just in yeah. case the listeners wanted to know, they may not need to know, but I've had a couple beers and I'm on my second glass of whiskey, so you are getting peak, peak Ryan. Oh, what, what, uh, what brew have you had today? I've had a couple grapefruit jungles while I was growing my steak and making my steak fries for dinner while watching Losing It, and now I'm drinking Jack Daniels. Uh, yeah, Jack Daniels. You're drinking Jack Daniels of the Jack Daniel variety. I am sipping on a Cerveza Modelo Oro. Ah, Oro, which is Spanish for no taste. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I I would imagine so. I rate it above a Yingling Flight, slightly below a McUltra. I was going to say, that's the real test. Where does it fall on the McUltra scale? Mick Ultra still is rings um clean ring reign supreme because like Budweiser Man. select ugh. I could drink a case of Mick Ultra I think I think I could drink a case of Mick Globe Ultra <laughs> but but uh, yeah this isn't uh, this weekend beer this weekend beer twib this is not twib that's a but, that's an idea for another show but, they but there is do. lots of cervezas. I was going to say, there are a lot of cervezas that ties in. And who are consumed in Tijuana, Mexico. Who wouldn't want to go to a place where beer is a dollar and whiskey is two dollars? Did they never said what, did they ever say what town they were from? Like, no, but it was, I'm assuming it somewhere in California. California, because they drove like, are we, there. Are we assuming they're like from a suburb of like San Diego? And yeah, so, yeah, I would say so. Like, joke. San Diego, I believe it's German for a whale's vagina. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I think for the purpose uh, of tonight, we're just going to say they're from a suburb of San Diego. Yeah, that, that's my fanfic. Or maybe um, Lo- Los Angeles. The other thing that wasn't abundantly, you would have not, I knew this from reading the synopsis, but you would yes. not know this from the the movie, but this is actually a um, a period piece set in 1965. Did was, you gather that? Say- I was going to say this was a prequel to Risky Business, but... That doesn't make any sense for multiple reasons. Really? Really? Because the next movie Tom Cruise stars in, which makes him a legitimate star, is Risky Business, where he hires a prostitute to sleep with, and he sleeps with Shelley Long in this movie. No, excuse me. Not a prostitute. Oh, an escort. Sorry. (laughs) There's a distinction, but that clearly takes place in Chicago. Right, an escort you pay for in their New York. time, and whatever happens between two consenting adults happens between two consenting adults. A prostitute just gives her pussy for ten bucks, as we saw in this movie. Correct. Yeah, I'm on one tonight, so this is gonna be... You guys are gonna get a treat. Yeah, so I... Uh... Yeah, just just for the listeners out there, this movie is set in 1965, and four rowdy teenager guys travel to Tijuana for a night of partying when they are joined by a heartbroken housewife who is in town seeking a quick divorce. Directed so, by Curtis Hansen, known for such films as such as Nothing You Ever Heard of. Oh, that's Chris Hansen. That's Chris Hansen, not Curtis Hansen. My yes, bad. He directed um, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. In her shoes, L.A. Confidential, which I think I've heard of. Oh, L.A. And, yeah, I've heard of L.A. Confidential. Yeah. And Wonder Boys. So his two movies he's known for are Losing It and L.A. Confidential. And I would say L.A. Confidential probably put him on the map. Like, that was his magnum opus. Um, so fun fact, this movie actually wasn't shot in Tijuana. It was shot in Cala, Mexico, California. Um, like they said it was Tijuana, but like, I'm assuming I didn't go into research. I didn't contact Tom Cruise. I have, I have emails out to him. I have letters out to him, but he hasn't responded yet. Um, asking why they didn't film in Tijuana, but I would guess it's probably pretty difficult to try to like go to Tijuana and like film whorehouses and everything. Yeah. And everything I saw was Tom Cruise kind of regrets doing this movie. Like, it, it taught him, like, what not to take, not what roles he did not want. It sounded like he was think, miserable. Do you think he had to talk about this when he got audited in Scientology? No. You don't think I he highly doubt about it. this? I think he did. I think he had to say, hey, back in 1982, I made this movie called Losing It. I didn't like it in this story. But I I will come out and just say it. I enjoyed this film. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I, and I remember sending you a message and I go, I love this so far. And I had just started it. Um, yeah, it seems bit... like I, I the thought I had is it seems well ahead of its time. Yeah, um, it's kind of like it's falls in the vein of like a Porky's or a Joysticks. Have you ever exactly seen Joysticks? It. No, but Porky's. This was marketed as Porky's three in Mexico when it came out. <laughs> which yeah it's basically i mean it's that kind of thing it's a bunch um, of horny teenage boys trying to get some here's trivia for it before we get into the meat and potatoes of this film did you know that tom cruise stars 
uh, obviously in 1986 in Top Gun. But guess who was his, guess who's one of his co-stars in that movie? That's right. The one and only Spider who gets arrested and goes to the Tijuana jail. Oh, really? Yeah. So Spider and Tom Cruise starred in this movie, but they and also they starred together the... in Top Gun. Interesting. Yeah, the only Jackie Early Early <laughs> Jackie Earl Haley is the Haley. only other actor that I recognized. Well, yeah, he goes on to be um, well, Shelley Long, right? Well, yeah. From so the fun fact that there's fun facts aplenty. So Tom Cruise and Shelley Long's care, uh, like um, employment, right, takes drastic steps. Tom Cruise goes on and this is essentially his next movie, Risky Business, which we'll dive into in our next episode. This catapults him to stardom in the movie business. Uh, Shelley Long gets catapulted into fame because she stars in the long-running sitcom Cheers. Yes. And then did you know that Wendell starred with Tom Cruise in Taps in the year before, in 1981? And then Wendell's actually the first person that walks through the door of the bar in Cheers. Yes. Yeah. I, that is interesting. Those are your interesting facts. Please Those call one nine hundred interesting facts for more interesting facts, where I get ten yeah. cents every minute. I, I will say the. I mean, there's lots of good like bits that come back, like the why they they leave the little brother Wendell Wimp. They leave him with the car, which is Jackie Early Haley's character Dave. Right, is obsessed with his hot rod. And well, I mean, it's, he, it's, it's one 19- of the reasons why they want to go to Mexico is he wants to get like his interior redone. I guess truth, which can be done on a random Friday night overnight. Truth be told, would you not be in '65? Would you not be obsessed with the 1957 Chevy Bel Air? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, it was an awesome car. Okay, here's a question for you: Why would you? Why? I won't take out the black interior. That's. Yeah, he, uh, it was. He made it worse. He made yeah, it he worse. Took out, he took out the all black interior and he put it with red, red seats. Like, with don't like do that, white, man. With like white tubing or piping. Stay with yeah. the black interior, right? That is, that is Chef's kiss right there. That is a <laughs> primo car. Yeah, and then, and then he wants his brother, his little brother, to stay with the car because um, he's who, obsessed with. Uh, that they're gonna dry out horse shit and put it in the cushions, which that seems like way more effort than just using cotton. Exactly. Well, he's like they play they play a prank on Americans. They dry out horse shit and then they put it in the seats, and you can't tell until it gets wet, and then it smells like horse shit. Yeah. But like, I mean, and this is also <laughs> in a time where you need a passport to get into Mexico. Would you in '65? No, no, no. I'm saying this is the time you where say, you. Oh, didn't I, you need a said passport. you don't. Yeah. No, no, no. You didn't need a passport. You just randomly go to Mexico on a Friday and come back on a Saturday, or go on a Friday after go on a Friday after school and get back on a you know Saturday morning and get in a fight yeah, with a bunch of Marines at a roadside diner. I think we're all led to believe that they basically like did the whole. I, I'm telling my parents I'm staying at your house. 
and vice versa. And there was no cell phone, so it was easy, or I guess, to try to do this. A hundred percent. Basically, yeah. the whole premise is they want to go lose it to, to lose their virginities. Yes. And they're like being very uppity about which place they go to, but it just rings so true to my experience um, throughout life when you go to these kinds of establishments. Not yeah. saying I've been to a whorehouse, but like strip clubs and that kind of thing, where it's like maybe the the window dressing's a lot nicer than what's actually on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> so, just... for example, let's get into this. They go to their first. Well, they get into Mexico, right? They drop off Shelley Long. She wants to get a divorce. But also, they're being very picky. They are being like, very picky. And, yes. like, Jackie Earl Haley's, or whatever his last name is, character, like, he's, like, the quintessential, he's, like, you know, I kind of liken him to a less ladies' man Stifler from American Pie. Yes, he's, that's all he's, he's got he, one thing on his mind. He, he's obsessed with sex. He thinks sex is the only thing he needs he heard if you yell at the top of your lungs when you orgasm, it makes it amazing. Like he's he brought, got, he knows all the, the tricks. Yeah. He brought rubbers for everyone. He knows. But then he gets to Mexico and the first lady that talks to him, he wants to go up and screw her. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, no, you don't go to the first one you see. Which is But then true. he's also the one haggling. Yeah. So he's and also like, a tightwad. He goes up to the chick at the second place they go, the, the Tungarita. And he's like, she's like, 10 bucks. And he's like, how about four? She's like, 10 bucks. He's like, listen, if Frank Sinatra came in here, you'd bang him for not... She goes, you're not Frank Sinatra. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, when they're all... So they all go up there, and I'm thinking, like, 10 bucks seems like a reasonable price. But I didn't realize it was taking place in 65, because they don't really convey that at all. Right, right, right. But... And then he like he's like, oh yeah, well I got this, and he shows his pants where he stuffed the sock in there. <laughs> Every other woman goes, oh, and the lady that he's haggling with, the one, the blonde with the big doesn't tits, she say eleven, fifteen? Oh yeah, <laughs> she, goes, she wants 15. to charge him more. And then they get in, and he's like, hey, like you'll you'll come, right? She's like, an extra five dollars for me to come. She's like, holy, <laughs> yeah, but like you know, he's she, the last one, so. They all like take their turns picking. Yeah, and he's the last Tom, one. Yeah, and, and Tom. Why does Tom? Um, excuse me. What's his character's name? Um, um, Woody. Which Woody. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Woody uh, picks this like old hag. Yeah, he goes for like. Well, he doesn't. I you mean, can tell because. These real hot, like, these real, like, th- what they are is they're like the gatekeepers, right? Like, the real, the yeah. real attractive ladies can come and sit with them and have a drink or two. Yeah, get them like, all hey, excited. Yeah. It's, they're like, it's do you the want, old, because they say to them, do you guys want to go upstairs and have some fun? It's the old bait and switch method, yeah. right? They like, take them upstairs some... and then there's some rough looking, like, Grand Theft Auto walked... 3. Right. He walks out of the bedroom <laughs> and he's like, hey, you're going to go upstairs. Like, no, we're okay. He's like, no, 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 you're gonna go upstairs and there's nice ladies up there. He's like, no, I want the ladies that we just came up with. He's like, no, th- the ladies are upstairs. So, um, yeah, so, like, and, like, yeah, the, the, the Dave's one... right? Dave's like, you can have anyone you want, just leave the blonde with the big tits for me. I was like, <laughs> if I'm in his, if I'm, if I'm one of the guys in the group, 
I'm saying, fuck you. I'm taking the blonde with the big tits. Yeah. But the thing, okay, so we we skipped over it, but the, like the where Shelley Long's character joins them. Oh yeah, and we, like we skipped the part where they rob a gas station. Like they really aren't likable characters. But but he, did you notice that Tom's character Woody leaves like money on the register for everything? Oh, he did. Yeah. So like so they really I I missed that. So that that would have changed my opinion of as they're of, walking out. Like with their jackets stuff full of like ho hos and ding dongs and like yeah because Shelly's arguing with her husband who I guess they own a gas station together with yeah it's like a convenience convenience store gas station thing and like Tom leaves money on the I don't know how much he leaves but he leaves money on the register so like he feel like you can already you can already tell he's the guy the guy with the conscience of the group right like yes yes. They're going to Tijuana to get laid. He had a girlfriend right at the beginning. She goes, well, if I can wait, so can you. All right, lady, listen. Have you met any guy in your life? Like, how many guys in 1965 or nowadays are going to wait for you to put out? Let's be honest. Like, I know people in relationships nowadays, but like, if you're not putting out, I'm out. Like. But I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, weren't they engaged? Or no, they were married. They were? She was married, because the, the whole point is she gets she goes to Mexico to get a divorce. Oh, you're talking... Uh... Oh, you're, you're talking Shelley Long's character. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Who are you talking about? I was talking about Woody. I was talking about Tom Cruise at the beginning of the movie. Oh, no, I missed that part. Because she's like... He's talking to like his quasi girlfriend. She's like, "Hey, if uh, like I can wait, so can you." Like you know, and all that stuff. But, yes. No. Yes. Yeah. I, Shelley, sorry. Yes. I was still talking about Shelley Long. Yeah, yeah. Shelley Long character is married. Her husband treats her. I think he treated her badly. It was just like two couples arguing, right, about all the time, and like I'm sure he's stressed out because he's running a business and everything. But she's like, "I'm going to Mexico." I'm getting divorced. I'll see you later. We learn later that she sleeps with Tom Cruise's character, and then she gets back with her husband. Yeah, because yeah, Tom Cruise gets with her at a basically love motel. Not um, not a love, not basically a love motel, a love motel. <laughs> yeah, but the basically they all they run into her. Uh, and she rides with them to Tijuana to get a shotgun divorce. And um, it also seemed like the process to get the divorce in Tijuana seemed very convoluted. Yeah, so you gotta you sign you gotta fill out the paperwork, go back to the states, get some more paperwork, and then come back to this guy and Bing, Bang, Boom, Bob's your uncle. You're you're no longer married, right? And she's like, he's like, hey, take this back to the United States. Get it notarized with the proper documentation, then mail it back to me. Like, let's just go to a courthouse and... <laughs> yeah, it just seemed overly complicated, but what do I know? Um, but basically, yeah, it, so that's going on. I mean, I hilarity ensues in multiple ways. Although there's a... The other thing, Dave is, like, insistent on getting... Um, what's the drug... That he thinks is a thing. Spanish that he's fly. Trying to... Spanish fly. 
He's trying to get Spanish Fly because he's trying to, you know, he he thinks that if he gives somebody this drug, they're going to get extra horny for him. And, like, he tells the story on the way there. Like, he's like, all right, I'll tell you a firsthand story. I knew, and this is how you know it's not firsthand. I heard from somebody that this guy's girlfriend <laughs> took a full Spanish Fly and sat on the gear shifter and she died. And, like, <laughs> Woody, right, goes, yeah. he goes, yeah, she said on the gear set that she died. He goes, oh, so you, you know the same person. He goes, no, I just heard the story. <laughs> yeah. And, but the, uh, but yeah, um, Dave does have a, a scene later on with the Spanish fly where it's very, um, and just in the way the world is now, it was very date rapey. And, and the girl that he tries to essentially drug, um, tries to kill him and that's kind of how the movie reaches its climax oh i missed that part i mean i watched it but i'm sure i missed it you missed the part where he's he gets the spanish fly and then he drops it in the girl's drink like at a part like an outdoor party type thing and then her brother shows up and then like chases oh he says that's my sister yes yeah and then they saw the chasing Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, that's a, yeah. Which, which, the, okay, the, the actor that stole the show that was not Tom Cruise was um, Henry Wendell. Darrow, the sheriff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the sheriff. But you yeah, know you who know, he rem- reminded me of? Pedro Pascal. No. no. Um, he reminded me of um, the dude from Better Call Saul. The the big oh. bad essentially, La- Lalo. Lalo, Lalo. Yeah, he reminded Lalo. me of Lalo. No, it's Lalo. Is it Lalo? I I got very Lalo vibes from him. Yeah, he's like, man, this '57 Bel Air, they'd be make a real nice cop car. If you know what I'm saying. It was just the way he like he was very matter of fact, but he was like just cocky as shit, like Lalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. Um. But yeah, so basically, so they go to Tijuana. They they go to the the whorehouse. They all make love except for Tom Cruise, who or, backs out of it. And she goes, "Maybe she goes. That's okay. Maybe another time." Like that's a very polite hooker. Yeah, he he got he got a nice wisdom from. from and he's like, "Here," he goes, "Here, I'll pay you." And she goes, "No, no, no. Don't worry about it." Like. <laughs> That's a that's a hooker with a conscience. Yes, um, Which... the wizened old hooker gave him some life lesson. Uh, but anyway, he goes down to the bar and basically he just gets all pissy with his other friend, um, Spider. Spider, yeah, who so they starred Sp- together in the 1986 Top Gun. Yes, but Spider and him get into a get get into a f- pissy match, and Jackie Early Haley's upstairs and starts screaming. Um, he's like, ah, he's... <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, it was well done. I, that got a chuckle out of me. And then, me too. All right. Yeah. R- real but talk. Woody, but basically everybody splits up and start going their own separate ways. Jack Early Hadley then goes on his pursuit with his little brother to try to get the Spanish flea fly. Okay. Is it flea or fly? Fly. Sidebar. Yeah. Real um, talk. Spider gets into a fight and. Okay. Before Tom we get Cruise, Shelly, because Shelly's there at the bar too. I and got Jelly. a question to ask you. Yes. Sidebar: 
Have you ever yelled at the top of your lungs why you've climaxed? No, I have not. Neither have I. I don't know why that's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, if anything, I think it would detract. Yeah, I feel like... Because everyone knows what the point of no return is, right? And like, yeah. And it's a very fine line between the point of no return and to the point where like it's not going to happen. So I feel like I would actively have to be finishing before I would even think about that. Because if I would do that before I started the act of finishing... It would ruin the finish. It would ruin the finish. My dick would go soft, <laughs> and it would go inside of me, and I'd be like, nah, I'm never, I'm never fucking again. Uh, I don't want to go that far. Well... I don't know. Yeah, More anyway. About... Anyway, yes, 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 yes. But yes, Tom, Tom, Tom goes on his... Basically, well, he separates from Shelly a little bit too because she does the whole thing where she shows, throws, she goes, throws her ring into like a fountain where I guess people throw their rings in after a divorce. Because yeah. there's a whole, there's a whole scene where there's like a bunch of guys just standing around waiting for women to do that to go get the ring. And, and like then she has second her. thoughts. And yeah. And they she don't rape her, but you know. She gets, she fights a bunch of guys in a pond and a wishing well to get her ring back. Yeah, and then, like, then she comes to the bar, and everybody's like, why are you all wet? And, like, that's innuendo in itself, right? Like, why are you okay, all so wet? That, so that happens before, okay, that happens before she comes across Tom, and then basically her and Tom are just, like, on a little... Once again, I, Tom Cruise gets wisdom from an older woman. And I called it when I was watching, and I go, he's going to sleep with her. And boy, howdy, was I right. Yes. There's not a whole. I mean, there's no whole. There's not a whole lot of plots in this movie. No, they go down there. There's several plot lines, but basically that's what it is. Is Jackie Early Jack? Excuse me, Jackie Earl Haley is going on his mission to find Spanish Flea and get laid again. I guess is his mission. Yeah. So did you know uh, that? Jackie Earl Haley and Tom Cruise are the only two Academy Award nominees to star in this movie. I mean, who else? I guess Shelley Long could have possibly been in something that, like, oh, I didn't know Shelley that. Shelley Long didn't have really a, a film career. She starred no. in... So she would have been eligible for an Emmy, right, for television, but she would never... Like, I'm sure Tom Cruise got nominated for... Was it Jerry Maguire was he nominated for? I believe so. I feel like he was nominated for Best Actor in in, in Jerry Maguire, and then you mean Shelley Long didn't get nominated for her role as Carol Brady in the Brady Bunch movie in 1995? Um, no, just she lost out to whatever the Best Picture winner at the time was. Yeah, yeah. like so. <laughs> when Jerry Maguire come out, let's look at this because now I want to look at the Oscar winners of 1995 or. Jerry Maguire, I feel like, came out in 1995 for some reason. And it was later than that. I was going to say, like, 97. 96. So I was a year off, okay? I was a year off. <laughs> so let, let's look at Oscar nominees 1996. Because they do the year before, right? So 1996 would be for the movies in 1995. 
Um, yeah, so you'd want to look at 97. Or do I want to look at 97? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, because the movie came out in 96. Right. So 97. Um, let's see. Uh, let's, let's look at actor in a leading role. Yeah. So Tom Cruise was a nominee. So here were the nominees for best supporting or best actor in 1996. Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire, Ralph Phineas in The English Patient, Woody Harrelson in The People vs. Larry Flint, Billy Bob Thornton in Sling Blade, and Jeffrey Rush in Shine. Did Billy Bob win? No, Jeffrey Rush won for the movie Shine. That's a, that's a fucking murderer's row. Tom Cruise, Ralph Fiennes, <laughs> Woody Harrelson, and Billy Bob Thornton. Like, I've never even heard of the film Shine. You haven't? No. I just know. I remember Jeffrey Rush was the the pirate in, uh, like, uh, he that was pirate black. movie. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, <laughs> so in Shine, it's pianist David Helfgott, driven by his father and teachers, has a breakdown. Years later, he returns to the piano to popular, if not critical acclaim. But like. When you're nominated and it's like Tom Cruise, Jeffrey Rush, Ralph Finnis, Woody Harrelson. Oh, speaking of that, you know who Ralph Finnis's brother is? Uh, Mr. Finnis. Well, well, yes, but I'll give you a hint. It's a show that we really enjoyed watching, but they canceled after one season, and we wish it would have got more seasons. Flash forward. It was the Flash guy forward. That's his brother, the FBI agent or the CIA, whatever the agent is. That's his brother. No way. Yeah, the main guy is his brother. Okay, if you've never seen Flash Forward, those of you, go buy the DVD package and watch it. I'm pretty (laughs) sure you can find it on some sort of streaming, but... It's great. It's great. It only got one season. And the book doesn't really help. I read the book. It's really, really good. The book is really good, but the book has not... the, The show is loosely based on the book. Joseph Finnis is Mark ben- Benford's character, right? Joseph Finnis is Mark Benford in Flash Forward, and he is brother of Ralph Finnis. Never knew that. And Ralph Finnis obviously played Voldemort. He did. Back to losing it. Back to losing it, yeah. Tom Cruise, how, do, how would we rate his performance? Or any, any, any commentary? Does he run in this movie? I hmm. Does he run? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. He's the he's kind of like just this. He's really just the straight man. Like he doesn't do anything comedic, and there's no like slapstickiness. I I I really don't think he ran unless there was. Was he ever chased? That was mostly just Dave and Spider. No, he wasn't. No, I don't think Tom Cruise ran. Tom Cruise did not run in this film. 
That being Which, said, I, he clearly demonstrated he had the ability to carry a film as a leading actor, but he wasn't asked to do a whole lot. Like, like there was not this was not a challenging role. Would you agree, sir? No, I 100% agree. You don't have to be... Like, I feel like his, you know, this movie and Risky Business, he doesn't necessarily... It's a good have... first leading role kind of film because he's not, he's top build, but did he really, was he really? Because his character is not as memorable as Dave, but his character wasn't written in a way that would have been. Like, the plot, like, if you can call it the through plot, because there was really just kind of, like, a lot of loose things tied together. Like, it's, like, like we said, it's, it's, it's Porky's 3. Like, it's, it's very much, like, not really, you don't watch yeah. this for the plot. You yeah, watch it a, for the, for the bits. It's a bunch of dudes go down to Mexico. But, to but that being said, it, it tells a, it tells a fun story, but there's just not a lot of depth to that story. Does that Do make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing that bothered me the entire movie. I kept trying to place Wendell, right? Or Wimp. I know I've seen him in stuff before. Really? I know he was in Taps, but I was trying to look at other stuff he'd been in. He was one of the little kids in Taps. Right. I was trying to look at other stuff he'd been in, though, but, like, I don't think he had been in anything else. And, yes... He was like in an episode of he, Cheers. No, I know what you know him from. Okay, what he's, do I know him from? He's in the movie. He's in Vacation. He's he's cousin Dale. Yep, that's what I know him from. Yeah, it, that came out in '83, which is um, a year after which, this. Which is a year after that. Yeah. I know. I him have from... the same. I now that you say it, I'm like, oh, maybe in the back of my mind, I'm like, he just looked familiar, but I I didn't have the thought like you did. But as you say it, I could be like, hmm. Yeah, for some reason that guy he looked familiar, but I just chalked it up to like he's just got that look. Yeah, but no, he I knew that I had recognized him in and I like when I went through his IMDB page, I go, Oh yeah, he was cousin Dale in in uh you know, National Poon's vacation. Yeah. Which which is the best vacation. Mm, Vegas is, is always a good one in my heart. It's vacation. Vegas vacation, then Europe vacation. <laughs> that one shouldn't. The European vacation is terrible. You're right, because they had different actors play Rusty. But Papa Giorgio. I mean, come on, Papa, Papa Giorgio. Giorgio. I don't know. Yeah, I just, Papa Giorgio. I put a dollar yeah. and pulled the lever, and I want a car. And then I yeah, was... and they, they all of them drive different cars back from Vegas. Yes, it's great. Sorry, folks. Uh, while the world's closed, the moose out front should have told you. Like, what a great cameo by John Candy at the time. Yes. Um, I mean, that's that's the movie, right? They go back to the United States. They get they get strip searched. Jackie Early Haley is like like, hey, I think he's got something. He pulls out a sock, and the guy, the the customs agent, right, the border patrol <laughs> agent, just goes, oh, it's just an empty sock, and he tries to hand it back to him, and he One doesn't. Empty tube sock, and he just throws it away. And Spider goes, two points. <laughs> um yeah no and then and we we haven't talked and i don't really think we need to because not tom cruise centric but spider gets um thrown into a mexican jail because he gets in a fight at the donkey show yes why <laughs> why was, was he so obsessed with seeing a donkey show i don't know but he's like he tried to ask the guy he goes hey where's the donkey show and he's like oh it's at the silver it's Fox. coming up well you'll know or something he's like, like that 
Yeah, and he's like, all right, I want to go to the Silver Fox. Can you tell me how to get there? He's like, get in the car, and I'll take you. He's like, no, I'd rather walk. He's like, damn, man, sorry about... He essentially says, damn, gringo, sorry about your luck. I only know how to get to the Silver Fox if I drive. But, like... Yeah, and he happens to go into... So he, he, he goes... When he gets to the Silver Fox... The part where Spider thought it would be funny to, like open a door and scream in the whorehouse and it ended up not being right <laughs> and then he gets into then he runs into him at the silver fox and then they get into a, a barroom brawl and the and then the, the, the sheriff at the beginning or the cop at the beginning comes in and like fires like four rounds into the air and it's like enough yeah and like you know like that's how you break up a fight back in the day you fight it you you f- break it up by shooting a gun in the air <laughs> Yeah, but it was such a weird, like, why was this high school kid so, just, that was his mission. He wanted to see a donkey show so bad. I mean, why? Why would you want to, I mean, it's a chick getting fucked on stage by a donkey. (laughs) It doesn't sound like something that would be fun to watch. It would be deeply disturbing. Never once in my life have have I said, and trust me, I've been at stages in my life where I've been like these guys. I'm like, I will fuck anything that moves at this point. I will go down and I will find the nor- the nearest whorehouse because everyone's every every single guy. And if you if you if you say you haven't, you're a fucking liar, or you just haven't been laid yet. And if what every single guy's been in their shoes, they're like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna find the first chick that gives me some sort of attention, and I'm gonna sleep with her. Every single guy in their life is like. Especially in high school, said, "All right, you know, every single guy has thought about it. it's like, hey, we're gonna go on a road trip. Let's go lose our virginities and all this. Like, I could, I could relate to Tom Cruise in this movie, not the physique and being suave like he was, but I could relate to him because I've been in his shoes and be like, yep, I, I at one point had thought about, yep, all right, let's go somewhere and go get laid. Absolutely, hundred percent." Like, I can't relate to being a guy that, like, lives at home with his parents and hires an escort, and the escort steals all the shit. I can't relate <laughs> to being a, a, yeah. a, like, a top, arrogant, naval fighter pilot. But you can I, respect Tom Cruise is, like, the, 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 he's got a conscience, whereas the other characters right. do not. I can't, that, that is, I can't relate to Tom Cruise, who has an autistic brother that he takes to fucking casinos and gambles, right? I can't relate to him in all of his other movies, but I can damn sure relate to him in this movie. Yeah, because he's he's got a conscience and but like everyone everyone thinks they're they're the spider or the Dave. But most people are more of the most oh, well, people if this are girl like talks to me and expresses interest, then yeah, maybe. But Tom Cruise has a conscience because yeah, maybe I don't want to lose it to an eighty five year old lady. But he bangs Shelley Long, who's not that, who can't be that much older. I'm like now, I want to talk amongst yourselves when I look up Shelley age, Shelley Long's age in this movie. Yeah, but she's played like she's like probably like just out of college. I think is the implication. So she's p- playing like five years older than them. I would guess because yeah. they're they're like I, I I think the implication is they're seniors and getting ready to go to college. Well, yeah, no, that makes sense. I think there's a lot um, about like they they want to get lose it before they go to college, so they have experience. Man, like people didn't necessarily age very well. Like Jackie Earl Haley did not like he actually aged up better than like you know. 
I mean, he's always been kind of weird looking. So she was born in 49. Okay. And this movie came out. Tom Cruise was born in like 60 or 61. So Tom Cruise is 61 years old right now. Yeah. But like, so she was born in 49. This movie came out in 82. So she's 43 in this movie. That math does not math. 33. <laughs> that is more accurate. She's 33. Tom was born in 62. So he's 20 years old in this movie. Yeah. So he's, she's 13 years older than him. Is that right? Correct. But it's just... So she's 33 years old and he's 20. Like... Yeah, but she yeah, was, but he's he's playing eight, like seventeen, eighteen, and she's playing like twenty five. Right, right, but like there's a thirteen year age gap in real life between those two. But then she goes on, right? She has a career. She stars in Cheers, which you know is a wildly successful show, which leads to a spinoff with Fraser. Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with those toss out and scramble days. Um, again. <laughs> you know, all right. Sidebar. You know you're getting old when you watch Frasier and you understand the jokes. And no, end of sentence. End of sentence. You know you're getting old when you watch Frasier. <laughs> but have you ever watched Frasier and you actually laugh at the jokes now? No. It's like you're telling me I w- would actually enjoy it versus like, oh, this is they're showing Frasier. I wanted Simpsons. My dad and I have watched Frasier together and we both laughed at the jokes and my dad turned to me and goes, son... That's how you know you're getting older is because you actually like the jokes now in Fraser. <laughs> yeah. You know what my forbidden fruit show was as a kid? Like it just seemed like something cool was going on that I was Ren- missing out on because it came Ren- on at 10 PM. Ren and Snippy. No, no, no. Like something my parents would watch on network television. Seinfeld. And then I found, no, no, I used to watch Seinfeld with them. I didn't quite get what I was watching, but I knew it was funny. It was like more Kramer, please. <laughs> All right, what was your 10 p.m.? Jerry Springer. No, no, no. Network television, not like, not WB. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, uh, enlighten us. Sitcom, sitcom. Uh, talk radio. No, Becker. Oh, okay. Becker yeah. would come on. It was like, okay, kids, it's time for bed. Becker's coming on. And so, like, I just, like, in my mind as a child, I'm like, God, what am I missing? And I finally like watched Becker one time as an adult, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, this is just about a grumpy doctor, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, with Ted Ted Danson. Yeah, it's just Ted Danson. Which yeah, friends it's connection? Ted, it's just Ted Danson being Ted Danson. <laughs> just Ted uh, Danson being Ted Danson. No, it's not a bad show, but it wasn't like in my mind. I'm like, this has got to be like if if they let me watch Seinfeld, and that's good. Becker's got to be amazing. But it was more like. 10 p.m. Hey kid. It was more like go to long. bed, kid. You got it. You got third grade in the morning. <laughs> Wait, your parents let you stay up till 10 in third grade? Maybe not third grade. I don't know. I was like, good for John and Nancy. No, it was uh, yeah, Becker. Really? You know, the show where uh, you know, starring Ted Danson, who used to uh, sleep with Shelley Long on Friends. Yep. Yeah. No, Cheers. Not Friends. Cheers. Oh, Cheers. Yeah, why did yeah. I say friends? What the I don't hell know. Am I you know, here's the thing. I remember going to bed when I was younger. I remember being upstairs, and my mom and dad would be downstairs watching Everybody Loves Raymond. That's how I knew it was like 
that's when I knew I was going to bed. When everybody, well, everybody loved Raymond, was like the this is the show you're allowed to watch. Yeah, but you know, you've met my mom. You know how much of a stickler she was when it came to bedtime and all that other stuff. Oh, I'm sure she was very sticklery. Uh, yeah. Um, I used to turn on South Park that aired at nine thirty on Comedy Central, and I had the big old tube TV. And I would wait, I would turn it on, I would hear it before the picture would come on most of the time. Turn the volume down low and stand at the TV with my hand on the power button and listen to her. If I was listening to her to walk down the hallway, I would turn the TV off and I would jump into bed. Uh, but I usually stayed up at about 10 o'clock at night watching South Park every, <laughs> every Wednesday or whenever when it aired. And that's like, you know... In hindsight, I was a fucking retard. I mean, <laughs> they, she knew you were watching it. Oh, she knew. She had to have known. Yeah. As a, as a parent, yeah, I've learned that. Like sometimes you just like, as long as they're quiet and not bothering me, as, the, as long as as long as nothing's on fire, nothing's broken, whatever, go for it. They're in their room. I'm just going to pretend they're asleep. We turn on shows for Roman and like go about and do stuff in our household and i'm like whatever as long as stuff's not banging together or he's not crying that's fine with me yes so yeah yeah they go back they go back to america they they go to stop like at a roadside diner to get some burgers and then they get in the fight again with the marine that the jackie or earl haley character through a Cherry bomb in when he was sleeping with the hooker. Yes. And that's the end of the movie. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um I I think it's time for rankings where we definitively rank Tom, Tom Cruise's filmography. Yep. So the current rankings stand as such. Number three out of three that we've ranked, we have uh um uh, the first movie we watched. In, endless Love. Endless Love. Number two, we have Outsiders. And number one, we have Taps. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll go first this, this week. I'm going to put well, Losing It at reach a consensus. But yeah, what are you thinking? Losing It at one. Taps. Two Outsiders, three Endless Love, four. I think there's an argument to be had that Taps is a better film. Oh, okay, all right. I, I think there's an argument to be had. That being said, I'm not wanting to have that argument. I think losing it is a much more like I would recommend losing it to somebody if they want to beg. You want to see early Tom Cruise? Watch losing, losing it. it, not Taps. Yeah, if you want to see proto risky business, watch losing, losing it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're different films. They are de- definitely different films. Very um, different. Who's who's the uh, director? John Hughes. Losing it, it is Porky's. Risky Business is like a Tom Hughes type film. You mean John Hughes? Did, did I say Tom Hughes? You did say Tom Hughes. <laughs> Tom Hughes, Tom Cruise. No, John Hughes. John Hughes. Pretty in Pink uh, and all the stuff with Molly Ringwald back in the day, right? Yes, like all those and Ferris Bueller. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink. Um, what's the other one? Sweet Six, the Sixteen. A lot of high school f- films about kids in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like a bunch of teenage like I think did John Hughes drama did, kind of comedy. Did he do Breakfast Club? Yes. I had to explain this the other day what like she goes and granted she's very sheltered, right? But she's never seen the Breakfast Club. I was like, Are you never seen the Breakfast Club? She goes, Nope. Alright, so John Hughes' filmography. He's uh, he's done a lot. <laughs> Correct. So he's done like And uh, all of his films pretty much take place around like Illinois. So he wrote the he wrote the screenplay for Vac- National Queen's Vacation. He yeah, wrote the done... He he wrote Sixteen Candles. He wrote The Breakfast Club. He wrote Weird Science. He wrote Pretty in Pink. Ferris Bueller, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, She's Having a Baby, The Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, National Poon's Christmas Vacation. He wrote Home Alone. Yeah, he's just continuously puts out hits. I mean, he just, he died not too long ago. Yeah, but no, like, he's... He wrote Beethoven, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, <laughs> Dennis the Menace, Beethoven 2nd. Baby's Day Out. He wrote the screenplay. He's a real who's who's of nineteen late eighties, early nineties writers. He wrote the screenplay for Flubber. (laughs) No, pretty much anything that came out in the eighties and nineties, he might have touched. If it was a blockbuster film, he probably touched it. He wrote the story for Made in Manhattan. (laughs) Okay, we can stop this. Um. So yeah, next week we'll be uh. Watching Risky Business. Yeah, directed the... directed by John Hughes. <laughs> no. Directed by Paul Brickman. Really? And who's Paul who's Paul Brickman? Would you like to know who Paul Brickman is? Yeah. He's known for true crime, men don't leave, and uprising. Nothing. Dude, do you that... know do you know the cast in in Risky Business? Yes. Tom Cruise, of course. Rebecca De Mornay, who goes on to be a huge Hollywood actress, right? Yeah. Joe Joe Pantel- Yeah, Joey Pants, right? Who goes on to be a huge actor. Um Bronson Pinch, you know. Uh, Curtis Armstrong, who you might be like, who's that? He is um probably best known for um yeah, I know who this is. He's from he's Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, he's Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean this is a man, I cannot wait to watch Risky Business. Have you ever seen Risky Business? Yes, I have, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. I I talked about this a couple of weeks ago or a couple of episodes ago, probably a couple of months now, but Did you watch it with your dad? I watched it with my dad probably 3 months ago and it was phenomenal. It holds up. I mean, everyone, it's iconic. Everyone knows when he slides across the floor in his underwear yeah, and his underwear and his shirt. To, this, is, this is his real true breakout. This, this movie and then Top Gun is what makes him a star. Yeah, but this, this movie's probably what landed him. Top, Top Gun. Gun. Absolutely. Because what? This came out in 85? Yeah, we've got, yes, this came out, uh, no, this came out in 83. It was the same year. So in 83, he had The Outsiders losing it, Risky Business, and All the Right Moves all in the same year. Uh, okay. And then 
So next, oh, wait, the, the wait, next wait. episode, we've got Risky Business, All the Right Moves, Legend, and Top Gun. Oh, Legend was a rare stinker, I've heard. I've never seen it. I've heard it's a rare stinker. Like, everyone agrees that, like, it's one of Tom Cruise. Like, Tom Cruise should not have taken that 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 film. Yeah, but, like, losing it definitely solidified that, like, he's definitely... He's a leading... Yeah, he's yeah. a leading man. And then... But, like, yeah. So he goes on, right? And so you can take all the right moves. You can kind of say, eh, okay. But, like, literally, Risky Business catapults him to, like, he's the lead... Let's let's put him in the lead with Anthony Edwards in in Top Gun and like I mean Top Gun had Anthony Edwards, Tom Cruise, and Val Kilmer. Sure, it had more people, but like yeah, I mean that's Anthony Edwards goes on to star in ER for like a hundred and forty thousand seasons. Yes, but uh, Risky Business is next week, and uh, it's good. Yeah. I enjoy it. So that means we gotta watch Risky Business and we gotta watch All the Right Moves. Oh man. I've never seen All the Right Moves either. He's a he's a high school football player. I remember seeing it on one like I think I remember seeing it on TV at one point. <laughs> he's a high school football player that gets like recruited to go play college. But almost like an ambitious young football star is trapped in a dying mill town unless his gridiron skills can win him a way out. Well, think of flash dance, but football. <laughs> okay, that that actually that sounds entertaining. But this has got a cast too: Tom Cruise, Craig T. Nelson, Lisa Thompson. Yeah, I mean, no, we're, we're, the, we're getting we're on the precipice of like just the meat and potatoes of Tom Cruise's career. And I I'm so excited. You've never seen Cocktail. I've never seen Cocktail, and I've you, never seen Jerry Maguire. You, my friend, are in for some absurd absurdity it's it's like ridiculously and over the top it's like top gun but instead of fighting fighter jets they actually no. it's more akin to um roadhouse but instead of a roadhouse oh man i love it's like tom cruise working his way up the circuit of the uh extreme manhattan lifestyle of uh high-end bartender of like trick bartending yes it's like it's like if you mixed Roadhouse with uh, Coyote Ugly. All right, first you had me at Roadhouse, but then you put me over the edge with Coyote Ugly. Yeah, and instead of uh, scantily clad women, you've got Tom Cruise in skin tight shirts. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And, you and had you go to like mentor. Uh, all right. Well, I'm a sucker for women in scantily clad clothes, but I'm even more of a sucker for Tom Cruise in skin tight shirts. <laughs> and liquids. <laughs> I, you know what? I just I can't wait till we get to Jerry Maguire because of all the movies I've never seen in my life, I've never seen Jerry Maguire, and I'm just really excited about watching that one. Yes, but no, we're we're getting to where it's gonna get even better, even better. Even um, all right. Better. Well, this has been cruising through cinema. Um, give us a like on your podcast platform of choice give us a review tell a friend and be uh, sure to follow us on discord and interact with us one of us is available at all times and we'll take all questions and all answers from you yeah and how do you join us on discord well you look at the show notes there's a link yeah. there click it yeah absolutely and it's uh you used to it's... be tied to a patreon for a previous podcast 
but it's not anymore. We don't yeah. charge you for it yet. Yeah, it's absolutely free. We're like Tom Cruise when he hires the escort, except mine is hiring the escort. So we're the free. <laughs> we're free. We're we'll like the put escort. out for free. We'll steal all your shit afterwards, and you have to get it back from us, but... Once again, this no. has been cruising through cinema.